welcome to Application, the Typo 3 Community Podcast. One, two. Welcome to Application, the Typo 3 Community Podcast. I'm Jeffrey A. McGuire. You can call me Jam. And this is where we celebrate the Typo 3 community, sharing your stories, talking about your projects and the difference you make in, around, and with Typo 3 CMS. On this episode of Application the Typo 3 Community Podcast, I continue my late 2020 conversation with Benny Mack, core project lead of Typo 3. In part two, Benny, as a business leader of a digital agency using open source technologies and as the technical leader of an open source project, Benny and I dive into trying to balance between open source and hypes what's exciting in technology and what's new and shiny versus the longevity of Typo3 websites and the cost of maintenance and balancing fancy new shiny things and consistent reliable value. We also touch on corporate versus individual influence and benefit in open source, making values-based choices, and the fact that clients, as Benny says, sometimes they don't need what they want. And you heard it here first, folks. We are announcing on this podcast episode, B13's Pivot to Washing Machines. Welcome to the podcast, Benny Mac. They don't know know that they're using type of Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Hey, so let's shift gear a little bit. What currently excites you in the open source world? One thing that, well, I don't know if it excites me, but something I find quite interesting is that there's these hypes and they come and go with JavaScript frameworks or whatever you can build with it. Oh, so my um, favorite my favorite question talking with front-end people is, what's your favorite JavaScript framework this week? Yes, exactly. <laughs> And I remember in we were sitting we were sitting with Matthias Schreiber and it was literally like January 12, 2019, and there was an article online, the best new JavaScript frameworks of 2019. <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt. So you were talking about hypes. <laughs> yeah. And so so I'm I'm excited by the hypes uh, because they I don't think they're mature enough, but they also offer a new way of looking at things that you've been used to a long time. And I like to, to, you know, study them and see what, what my takes on that and what I like about it and what I don't like about it and Mm. see what I can use, even though, um, or especially for type of three, because that's the majority of my um, open source work. Uh, So that is PHP and that's um, type of three, but, also, the whole JavaScript and, and Kubernetes thing and whatever right. is cool uh, at DevOps uh, is interesting, but I'm not hands-on on these topics. So I, I rather watch that from a distance and see how long people will use that. So because I'm in a different kind of uh, business, I would say, with Typo3, because you build something that can last for a lot of years. Mm. And if you use a front-end JavaScript library, even though it's going to be maintained for two years or three years, uh, <laughs> you still apparently have to update it every week or so. And I don't want to do that with all uh, of my projects I do with Type 3. Right. And at so, every level, and at every level of the stack as well. So I mean, um 
you know, you, you, we, we're switching a little bit between hats, but, you know, apart from your chainsaw hat that you have on your head, you have a, you have a typo three project lead hat and you have an agency lead hat uh, with B13, yeah. where you're a co-founder and CTO, I guess, right? So you actually need to make conservative decisions for your clients and your your business because you know the infrastructure that you run has to be quite stable and quite solid and you you can't spend all your time upgrading some random thing that somebody got excited about right yeah exactly and it does not even have to be type of three but if your front end is using whatever javascript library we ran into this uh, a few years ago you do bower and grunt and now you use webpack and now you use roll up and you're like I'm just doing that for changing the stack um, because that's what you used to use now. This is crazy. Apart from that, what I like about the open source, um, the awareness of larger corporations that they're building on top of something that somebody's doing in their home and their spare time. <laughs> um, I feel like this gets more and more traction, which is good. And uh, I see larger corporations supporting that. I mean, Taboo 3, in my opinion, is a, a larger PHP-based system where you have a, an association and a lot of members. But, you know, they, they have that awareness already. But, you know, I use in our company, we use a lot of open source tools. And we're currently thinking of giving back to the ones that help us do our job more and more. And that's yeah. that's the mindset where open source is is moving towards is like okay i want you to still have fun in your open source project because i depend on it and i don't want to give you a lot of money just to you know spend it and making sure that you know my boss is is um, mm. not bothering me anymore with uh, we should use something else but at the same time giving the sustainability to to these smaller things or smaller projects that everybody's using is really really cool do you think that the corporate um, enterprise adoption and um, use of open source is reducing our ability in general to also help and empower uh, individuals and and communication among um, you know non non corporations. It used to be uh, a real empowerment story and a real activism story sometimes and a real you know science story. Is that are we losing that because it's because corporations? Are um, are on board nowadays? I wouldn't say so. Maybe for some projects, um, but in the open source world I live in, <laughs> and because I am only part of a fraction here, um, I feel like the the awareness is a positive thing. It's not just about you know I'll send you over a present or a check or something, but some corporations might want to influence the way where the, everything's heading. But at the same time, there's some real humble thanks, you know, to the maintainers of open source. And that's that's what I really like and that, what I also see. So that's cool. This opens up, um, you know, the freedom we get with open source is also that we are able to come up with new things. And I really like that this effort continues, like that there's new things coming up from open source. And that's like a, a no-brainer. It's in our generation nowadays, 2020, mm. it's, it's in our heads. Just to a quick story is uh, I read this book about the, um, Microsoft back then in 1995, they came up with their encyclopedia on on CD-ROMs, CD and you you're able to install it on. Um, and it was this large company, Microsoft. They actually decided to to shut it down. I don't know a couple of years later, 
And nobody thought that Wikipedia would actually be much better, more comprehensive and more people working on it. And that was like 20 years ago or, or 15 years ago there where open source clearly won and nobody's actually um, holding on to Microsoft and saying, oh, you released something and it's not good. It's actually, you know, that's how the, the mindset shifted and changed. And I really like that about open source. Yeah. I mean, open source, open thinking and open uh, and the web where there's so much freedom in it. Hmm. Does that influence the sort of a business person you are? Oh, yeah. Maybe I'm not the perfect business guy uh, and our company is not like out for profit. Our company's values are based that we want to have fun in what we're doing every day, going to the office and have fun with the people around us and with the customers we work with and with the software we work with. And so we uh, we also used another e-commerce software in PHP. I can't name it, of course, because I don't want to give a bad reputation. But um, that was like a couple of years ago. And my colleague said, after a couple of months working with just that system, can we finally go back to Type of 3? It's so much more fun. And that's like, oh, no, we make more money with that other system. We should we should not use Type of 3 anymore. Shut up and code. Yeah, e-commerce is, is where you get the money. We, we're not that kind of people in our company. So that's why, I don't know if it changes something, but it actually influences our decisions because we know that open source uh, has a good reputation uh, in general, also for corporations and decision makers and not for all of them because we need to tell them still we're getting there. And that's why we're explicitly choosing that because we see the future. If you take the, the Wikipedia example, it's like, it's a no-brainer. Your company, I know a lot of the team and and, and we know each other f- fairly well. You are, in my view, a values-based organization. You you as a leader care about your people. And I feel that your 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 team, a lot of people in your company say that you feel like it feels like family and I and I believe you. So I think you're a sort of a values-based company and what you've just said fits with that. Having the choice and the flexibility of working with these tools means you also have the flexibility to revisit your decisions. I don't know, you're not bought in on a 10-year vendor license for some proprietary system and you're just gonna like find right gray suit code for for 10 years just because because that'll pay for um you know a bigger boat or something. Yeah, that's completely true. Even though right now um, our company called B13, there's no type of three in it because uh, and there's no coding in it. It's just a name, uh, not just a name, but it's a name and it's not bound to whatever we're doing. If we're we don't have fun on using open source or maybe type of three or CMSs anymore. We'll just um, build washing machines or sell washing machines because that's much more fun. And we can still Wait use a, minute. a B13. Why washing machines? <laughs> just something that might... I'm tweeting B13 something. pivoting to washing machines. <laughs> yes, exactly. Anything, right? Your clean clothes um, made in Stuttgart. So we, we, we're not focused on locking ourselves into any system. But actually, nine years ago, I was, we were debating if Type 3 still has a future, and some people do that um, regularly, and they should evalu- reevaluate their decisions. And I, I remember nine years ago, I was like, hmm, what happens if Type 3 is not going to sustain, and, or like nobody needs, needs a CMS anymore um, in two or three years? And we're like, well, we don't know yet. Still, people still use it, and um, we only know a fraction of people who use it. Mm. Um, we still can 
stick to it and invest in that and that invest in our our own future. So it's a kind of egoistic uh, concept because we want to we want to use Typo three for a longer time as or for a long time, and that's why we're also making it better. And and we we talked about Typo three being quite a sustainable project with with a long term vision and individual sites and applications that work for a very long time. Does that lead you, your desire to keep working with Typo3, um, I guess it not only pushes you to keep Typo3 up to date and relevant, but does that change the way that you um, that you sell it or that you deal with uh, your, your clients? No, because for our clients, we look at what they actually need. Sometimes they don't need what they want. <laughs> and it- I am tweeting that, by the way. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's totally fine. And we're helping them to find out what they need, and then they can make their own decision and stick with us or even stick with another Tempo3 agency or WordPress or a non-open source system, which is totally fine because it might fit better to their ethics or whatever solution. Sure, and if it's not, if, if your relationship um, doesn't sit right, it's, it's no, nobody's going to have fun with that, right? Yeah, exactly. That's that's of course another part. But if they just don't need Typo three, then it would be overkill to to tell them use Typo three. That's the only thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's that's the solution because I don't know if everybody needs Kubernetes either, right? So <laughs> um, you don't need to have Kubernetes for everyone if you and they need to spend a lot of more money because of that. I don't know if we're supposed to say that in twenty twenty, but okay. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> at the same time, six years ago, seven years ago, everybody was like, I don't need my own website anymore because I don't need a CMS anymore. I'll just put my website on Facebook. They did that and that works. And some some people don't even need a, a phone number anymore because they do everything through Facebook. And that's good. But then I would never sell them a type of three system. Mm. They obviously don't have the need for such a, a sophisticated system. Hmm. Hmm. So, so you you try and find out what they actually need and what their goals are, right? And so, is is it's your experience that people come to you and they ask for something specific, but it's it's like quite a long way down the thinking process, and and you try and understand the beginning of that or where where they actually need to go to get the thing that they want, rather than the thing that they've pictured in their minds. Yeah, exactly. So it's a lot of thinking together and find the best solution find a, a process where they exactly know if they need type of three, if they need a CMS or uh, something completely different. And sometimes they come to us because they need something completely different and they end up with type of three, which is also nice. If you, Do you have an example uh, of that? One of our, yeah. One of our clients, they just run their website with type of three. And then some other department in the corporation came to us and said, well, we have our annual reports or quarterly reports and we want to have them online. And here's our InDesign file, could we bring that on the web? And we're like, well, you can feed the InDesign file. Of course, it's not built in into Typo3, but um, we can display it on uh, as a separate website. And, and, you know, that would be really fun to use and, and work with that. Also, the same process we had with print magazines where they switched from print first to online first. And that's that's one of the examples where it completely makes sense for help to help these corporations to switch or companies switch to digitalization process and, and kickstart that. And not just for their website or their intranet. That's quite cool. I guess both of those specific use cases, um, you guys must have uh, a bunch of XML expertise at, uh, at B13. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
we one of the stuff like that. One of my very early tasks at my first startup was um, publishing documentation, and the state of things there was we were publishing PDFs on a regular basis. And um, in the beginning, it was only the PDFs. Then it was the web pages available online and as PDFs. But we were writing the documentation online. And then I had the unbelievable pleasure of learning about XSLT transformations and Ant and working with LaTeX at one point, which is L-A-T-E-X. Yeah, boy. If if I never touch that stuff again, it'll be too soon. So <laughs> thank you for taking care of it. And I'll call you if I need it. Yes, exactly. Um, who is it that you think um, people should uh, get to know? Who is it that, that, that I should call up and, and, and have a conversation like this with? If you're if you're on typo three in general, there's there's one person you can't go um, around. You you will stumble over that person. That's Jochen Weiland. Uh, great person. You should talk to him. He has so many insights. He's a very kind person. And um, what I like about it, uh, about him, are like his passion about Typo Three, and that he built built his company on Typo Three from day one and trusted the community, or right now myself, to trust in the Typo Three community that Typo Three will have a future. That's really really amazing, um, and he's. He's really uh, been a great um, partner in so many topics. He's, he's doing hosting with Tepo3. I would love to talk with Jochen. And in terms of, I think maybe next time you and I talk, I want to talk about your ideas about contribution. Don't start now. He is an amazing open source, um, like a, a shining example to me of how contribution turns into value, turns into um, you know jobs and companies and, and whatever. Because if I recall rightly, people were having trouble installing typo three he figured it out pretty well and started putting out videos of how to do that and it kind of snowballed into him having a hosting company and an agency business and all sorts of cool stuff yes Jochen Weiland absolutely one of my my favorite heroes favorite persons to uh to work with is um, Marcus Klein uh from Austria Mm -hmm. he's been in the typo three core team a few years and he has a lot of insights he has a lot of special use cases he knows so many features and uh, he likes to dig in the dirt and find out the reason why it was implemented in the first place and give you a really really good rundown on how it should behave so that's that's really cool um, that sounds that sounds like a really interesting line of questioning so he does like forensic coding or something (laughs) i don't know how he does it but he (laughs) he has a good understanding all right Neat. Thanks so much for, for, for your time. I'm really uh, enjoying this so far. And the next time we talk, I want to ask you uh, in more detail about how you discovered it, the sort of things um, that you've built with Typo3 over the years, what you're proud of, what you would have done differently. Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to it. So next time we talk, what hat are you going to wear? And I mean the one on your head. I only have that one. <laughs> so I'll, you'll get the chainsaw hat all, all day long. <laughs> I swear I've seen you wearing other hats. No? Really? Otherwise, oh, otherwise, Typo 3 Community Challenge, send Benny a trucker cap for Christmas. Go. The more hats he gets, the more different hats that we can see him wearing over time. That sounds great. Okay. I love that. Cool. Hey, so thanks again. I'm, uh, I'm really enjoying this. Cool. You're welcome. 
All right. See you next time. Thanks to the Typo 3 Association for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you, B13 and Stephanie Kreutzer, for our logo. Merci beaucoup, Patrick Gaumont, Typo 3 developer and musician extraordinaire for our theme music. Thanks again to today's guest. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe in the podcast app of your choice and share application, the Typo 3 community podcast, with your friends and colleagues. If you didn't like it, please share it with your enemies. Would you like to play along and suggest a guest for the podcast? Do you have questions or comments? Reach out to us on Twitter at Typo3Podcast. You can find show notes, links, and more information in our posts on Typo3.org. Remember, open source software would not be what it is without you. Thank you all for your contributions.